0: You heard her. The
1: sun is Oh,
0: my Hello, and welcome to Bruce Day Tuesday Podcast, episode 430. I'm Sam Ginsburg, and here is the Dr. Samuel Hahnemann of podcasting, Tyler Dryblade. Hey,
2: everybody. The prescription this week is for another episode of Bruise Day Tuesday, because I'm a doctor.
0: And you have to take that Bruise Day Tuesday, and you have to cut it with water and dilute it, and then mix that dilution with water, and then, you know, etc.
2: That's what I'm saying. And then you take the the last tiny iota of Bruise Day Tuesday that's left in there, and it heals your body up. Um, but this week we're going to be talking about uh, algae and gold and harassment. Uh, it was really building up there for a second, and then it came crashing down. So, Zach, hopefully you can build us back up. Hey, Zach, you're on. How's it going?
1: It's going pretty good, all things considered. I am like, counting down until some vacation that I'm taking, so that'll be rad, and, uh, yeah, I agree, there's, like, my rankings of things are usually, like, number two, algae, (laughs) number one, gold, and I was, like, well, where are they going to go from here, then you dropped it all the way back down to number six, harassment.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, well, I will be interested to get into your travel plans later, um, but first, I want to know what you're drinking.
1: I am drinking today from, uh, a place we just were, Hop House. Uh, Magic Dragon, a double IPA, 8.2%, and it poured out a uh, beautiful amber ways of grain kind of color <laughs> if you uh, were rich and had cool crayons, like a cool guy, um, and uh, had a very kind of like uh, pleasant looking um, head on it of moderate size, very white, very Instagrammable, um, <laughs> that's still hanging out.
2: You remember when they came out with those, like, crayon boxes that had, like, a crayon sharpener built into the bottom? And it was like, what are you doing? You mean when we were, like, eight? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember much from when I was, like, eight. Yeah, but you were huffing glue, like, all the time.
1: <laughs> I you was guys, cool. Stuff? <coughs> <Maybe it's... laughs> um, yeah, no, everybody knows you should just grind your crayon against the side of your desk. when yeah. the teacher's not looking. And then you hide it under your pillow day to day until you get it really sharp.
2: Well, okay, sure. I don't know why. Does the Tooth Fairy come by and sharpen it up for you? Is that why it's under the pillow? It's a, a Shiv thing. Oh, too. she. Oh, I... Um, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's so you can stick a Neonazi in the shower.
2: Gotcha. See, I haven't watched Oz in a while, so I'm a little behind on my... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, strangely enough, prison's only gotten worse since they made Oz, which yeah. is crazy. It yeah. really bad. It was bad <laughs> enough to make me like, seriously consider not doing crimes.
2: <laughs> How long did that last?
1: Till now, I still think about it sometimes. I'm like, oh like oh, when no, I see
2: yeah. Well, so sometimes you think about not doing crimes, but you still go and do crimes. Look some
1: crimes. Okay. all right Okay. Do none of them, but right. definitely stay away from the scary jail crimes. Yeah. Uh but what does that beer taste like? Um yeah, it's double IPA, so I'm definitely looking for uh some bitterness. It's kind of like just shitty outside. So I uh I feel like I this is what I deserve. <laughs> um And uh, it's nice. It's got a good bite to it. Um, Pretty clean on the finish. I'm enjoying it so far.
2: All right. Well, since it's almost Halloween, I have Trick or Treat, a chocolate pumpkin porter by Evil Genius, 7.8% ABV, Uh, poured out with basically no head, very dark, dark, dark brown. Oh, it's a burst of pumpkin, but not like pumpkin spice, like the inside of a jack-o'-lantern that you're carving.
0: So a candle. Oh, that you're carving. Sorry, I should have let you finish your sentence. <laughs> what? Because you put a jack- you put a candle in there to make its uh, face uh, light up? Um,
2: I have gotten none of the jokes that you guys are putting down. In Sam's uh, case, I suspect it's because it was bad, but you know, I might just, you know, I might just have to... I, I got to wake up or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I get the benefit of the doubt.
2: Hmm. This is um pretty good. Um, It's definitely like when I when I think of like a pumpkin beer, I usually think of like kind of like pumpkin spice as the flavor they're actually talking about. And this the taste is much like the aroma, just like. What an actual pumpkin tastes like and not like cinnamon and nutmeg and all that stuff, Um, which I think I kind of like a little more. Um, It's not very carbonated. Um, You get a little bit of chocolate at the like the back. The aftertaste is a little chocolatey. Um, It's kind of a I don't know. It's it's pretty good so far. It's kind of a subtle beer where I was expecting like a lot of like aggressive flavors. So I don't know. I kind of like it so far.
0: All right. Yeah, uh, I have from Finkel and Garf, Dry what? Hop Saison. Finkel uh, and Garf? That's stupid. I, I didn't name it, man. I don't know. Did
2: Simon create this brewery? Um,
0: Simon, Finkel, and Garf?
1: That yeah. famous guy? <laughs>
0: uh, and where usually I would expect to see, especially on like a dry hop beer, usually they'll tell you what types of hops you're working with. Where I was like, "Oh, this smaller print. Let me take a look at that to get more flavor notes." Uh, it instead is um, like a laffy taffy grade riddle. You guys <laughs> want to? You guys want to hear it? Yeah. Uh, why should you never play poker in the Serengeti? Because it's full of cheetahs. No. Yeah! Yeah. Nice yeah. work. Oof.
1: I've answered your riddle, Sphinx. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that that seems like that could be. Like a Tim and Eric where it's just the cheetah does like shitty shitty puns and it's Yeah. It's it's like what I'm saying, except really funny. Mm. Oh yeah, I, I get that. it now, They're yes. So <laughs> um I can neither smell nor taste much hop. And also, say? there's not a whole lot of yeasty character to this, which is weird for a Saison. I think it's possible that this beer is not very good. Um, if I, I think if I were going to taste this without, without knowing what it was, I would guess it was like a pale wheat ale. Mm. And like I don't hate a pale wheat ale, but this is that's not what you told me you were. <laughs>
2: well, speaking of broken promises, let's move immediately into our first article from BBC.com. Uh, my second favorite web page after (laughs) bbc.xxx
0: hold on let me go incognito
2: Ooh, this is fun every once in a while so we watch the comedy bang bang show and they make a joke about like mypuzz.com or something like that and so every couple months beck and i go on to mypuzz.com to see if it
0: exists and if it's porn and it doesn't exist yet uh this domain has been reserved for registration copyright 2011 ICM Registry LLC. So someone has been camping this for a decade. That's fair. Seems like it has some resale value. Yeah.
2: Fairly but not. Anyway. <laughs> well, I guess yeah. I guess not actually. Um. But anyway, from BBC.com, Brewdog solid gold beer can ad misleading, ASA says. This is another follow-up to our best friends over at BrewDog. They had this, like, Willy Wonka-esque golden ticket type thing, but it was golden cans. And at the time, we were like, well, that's going to be easy. Just, like, pull on the six-pack. If it's heavy as shit, that's the one with the golden can. Uh, And then it turns out, surprise, they're actually just gold-plated cans And uh, the people who won them um, have made complaints saying that they don't – you know, they were promised solid gold cans. They don't think they're worth 15,000 pounds or whatever. Um, And the – whoever it is, the Advertising Standards Authority has upheld these complaints saying that, um, yeah, this is basically false
0: advertising. Which they're way uh, stricter about in Europe as opposed to in the states where you can just say, like, this pill – uh, Cure's gay, and everyone's like, that's probably not true, but oh well. <laughs> you tried that one too? I mean, you heard
1: about that one too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, because Europe—they also uh, didn't. Red Bull also lose a suit in Europe for like not giving you wings.
2: Probably. Oh uh, hell yeah.
1: Like they are very, they are very like to the letter when it comes to this kind of stuff. But it does. I was like, who would fucking expect a solid gold can because it would weigh like. 15 pounds like yeah. you would be able to tell by picking them up right That's which what we one had it which one had it in there but i was like their ad campaign literally did say it was solid gold yeah like, why the fuck would they say that
0: if you say just gold then it's up to me to make the correct inference and and it like you leave it kind of ambiguous And you say, yeah. oh we never meant solid gold but when you say solid gold what the fuck do you want me to think
1: that first layer is completely solid And then it's smacked on the outside of the (laughs) case.
2: Right. So, now, it says they upheld the complaints, but it doesn't say, like, what the punishment is. I don't know if these people are getting awarded anything or if there are penalties against BrewDog. It just says the complaints were upheld. So, maybe there's, like, another step? I'm not sure. Maybe there's—it's a settle-out-of-court thing? That can't be right. I don't know. But, um— what I will say is kind of ballsy on fucking dog's part, is they were like, yeah, we did this wrong. We're going to hold a second contest, and we'll do it right this time. So buy our beer this time around.
0: Like, and they're going to correctly say what it is, or they're going to give you a heavy-ass can? No, I
2: think they're just going to correctly say what the prize is this time. So it sounds like the can is still worth 15,000
0: pounds. Depends who bread. you
2: ask. Depends who you ask. Yeah. Yeah
0: so it's like anything is worth any amount to anybody it's all about right. what people are willing to pay like that's not the actual value in terms of like its weight in gold That's saying right it, it, it's a great collector's item probably people would pay fifteen thousand dollars for and, it so that's and what i the think yeah is. and
2: i think the like the misleading part is everybody assumed it was worth fifteen thousand dollars because it was solid gold and then they're like no because it's you know super cool and all that that's why it's worth this money and also because baby cries are emitted out of it and into Sam's computer.
0: Can you believe that I moved my whole rig down here to get away from the baby cries? And, that, and yet?
2: I can absolutely <laughs> believe that. 100%. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's ballsy that they were like, yeah, man, we lied to you on this one, but buy our beer for this next promotion. Don't worry about it. We, get, we got you this time.
0: I mean, yeah. I, the thing is, it'll work again, which sucks, but... <laughs> They're, like, there's a segment of people that really love BrewDog.
2: Yeah. So uh, maybe stay tuned for when there's a, a third part, when we say, like, if they got penalized. I don't I, – I really don't know. Zach, you know all about British law. What happens next?
1: Uh, I'm pretty sure that they're going to have to do a pistol duel.
2: Yeah. Um, sounds right. And if they
1: won't do that, from what I remember of BrewDog's culture problems, they probably have to, like, butt-shug something or, like, sexually harass <laughs> an intern if they don't. <laughs> That's yes.
0: It's a shame. What a perfect transition that is to another article.
2: It is because we, I, you know, I refuse to do content to content. I know you do. So, um, yeah, Brewdog, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, Brewdog. Uh, but what have, what have you guys been up to, Zach? I guess I'll go to you because we haven't talked to you in a while.
1: Yeah, shit. You said um, you, you
2: said you were gonna take a vacation. Where are you? Is it like a staycation? Are you going somewhere? It's a gocation.
1: It's a, a legitimate gocation. And uh, we're going to Charleston, South Carolina. Nice this coming weekend. Um, and yeah, it should be sweet. I am looking forward to just getting out. I think South Carolina has the best accents in the country. <laughs> I think they're like they're all super cute. Like even like everyone. This is
2: this is not the first time that you've mentioned that on this show. I'm remembering you actually bring this up in a previous episode, which is weird, but
1: I mean, like, correct for you. I love it. I love the way they talk down there. So I'm excited to go do that. I'm excited to see how they talk about the Civil War. I think that's going to be really exciting because, like, you can't really ignore it because the center of Charleston, like the market district, guess what kind of market that was slave market <laughs> oh yeah it is the whole fucking town is built around a slave yeah. market so i'm really curious how they talk about that fort sumter is there uh so that was the first like actual combat of the civil war like when shit was popping off so like yeah. why That's not the talk about red that
2: glare isn't
1: it that was war of 1812 um yes it was totally was Totally. Was. banner right, 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 right,
2: right, right. as written in um,
0: 1814 by francis scott Key uh yeah. yes okay sam calm
1: down <laughs> but um so looking forward to that um going with um holly and my mom so that'll be a wild time it's been like my mom's bucket list city like vocally for several years and when we Justin. were looking at out, i know so we were looking at going and we were like we had flight credits we needed to use from like COVID stuff and then i was like where could we go? Where do they fly? We're like, oh, Charleston would be pretty sweet and probably not as shitty as Wisconsin during this time of year. Um, and then I was like, we can't. It's like also really close to my mom's birthday. And I was like, we can't go to like the city my mom wants to see before she dies, like right around her birthday. Yeah. And be like, peace. Bye, mom. So we're taking her to I'm like really extending. I'm really kind of doing that stretch at the finish line to be the best child in our family.
0: Yeah, right. Really and this, at the finish line being
1: <laughs> my mom. Zach's going deaf. to, Zach,
2: um, it's it's like in Bruges. Zach's going to kill her at the end of this vacation. And he just wanted to bring her to this beautiful city.
1: Yeah, now that I've paid off my student loans, I was really hoping <laughs> to take on an elderly woman's debt. Uh, yes. That's going to be really <laughs> exciting. Um, No, I, uh, yeah, I think this will really cement me as top child. And like, honestly, her memory could go in a year now. So this right. might be the last thing she remembers, which would be that's great true. for me. Uh, now,
2: my question is, what's the rooming situation?
1: Um, definitely. So we are in a large Airbnb, separate bedrooms.
2: Well, okay, obviously separate bedrooms. Yes, it's thank one you. One
1: bed. <laughs> Charlie and the Chocolate Factory style. <laughs> no big deal.
2: Um, but so it's so. it's like a, you have like a house. I was wondering, like, is it two hotel rooms? Did you get a suite with like two separate rooms? But you got a, a an abode.
1: Yeah, we got a we got a legit house. So that's the situation. Um. So that's like travel shit. I think that should be pretty good. We've got a ghost tour that we're going on for like Halloween. Yeah.
2: Um, I don't do those at my site. I refuse.
0: <laughs> do you do guys other do people lead them and you say you're not going to? Or is it like you're in a position where you're picking the programming such that you're like no ghosts allowed? Yes, that's the
2: one. I refuse to do any paranormal or ghost tours or programs.
0: Even though you were on that one
2: ghost TV show.
1: about you. Yeah, does that feel hypocritical Basically.
2: to you? That wasn't a ghost TV show. It was I was abandoned It was experience. on the history channel. That makes it a ghost TV show. <laughs> it had, definitely. It had nothing to do with ghosts. That one Greek guy with the hair wasn't there, you know. But he's for aliens. That's aliens. Alien whatever. I'm just saying there was no paranormal shit on my program. It was just kind of a crappy discovery channel show, you know.
1: So, I just feel like if uh are you just worried that people will have too much fun? like uh, at your site, like they're just going to be having fun. You're going to be up on your Hill, like the Grinch, but for Halloween, (laughs) my heart is two sizes too small.
0: (laughs) What if the tour guide was required to start and end every tour by saying ghosts aren't real. If you think they're real, (laughs) you're dumb. This is for dumb fun, and if you enjoy it, you're probably dumb. That'd be okay.
2: That'd be all right. No, I don't do it. So I'm not actually opposed to ghost tours, like, as a blanket statement. I think they can be fine if there's, like, a a cultural history of, like, ghost stories, right? If that's, like, part of the folk milieu. But there aren't any at Fort Miles, so I would just be, like— i I don't know, I'd just be like made shit up, you know i wouldn't it wouldn't have anything to do with
0: like the historical or cultural heritage of the site, and I think on the flip side, I would expect Charleston might have too much heritage <laughs> right <of> spooky <laughs> shit, yes. happen, that I would yeah. not feel totally comfortable being on a ghost tour there, yeah, if they
1: have any reenactments, they'll be really racist for sure, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah,
1: um, I do have one other thing. That happened. So, and this is this is fine to record because Charity knows. But I just bought uh, an engagement ring.
2: Oh shit. Um,
1: and the the best, well, not the best thing about it, but the funniest thing about that whole ex- experience was my bank immediately declined uh, the purchase <laughs> and locked down my bank account. And um, <laughs> so I had to call them because I wanted to buy it, and I I was running out of steam. I was like, look, I got to buy this now. Uh, the emotions are high. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I called them and I said, hey, like, you know, you declined this purchase. Like, what's going on? And they were like, and then I explained it to the man. And then the man routed me to someone else. And then they were like, what's going on? And I'm like, come on. Like, you Bitch, couldn't put I'm a fucking get comment. Married. What do you mean? What's going on? So I'm like, what's happening? I was like, you You declined my thing. And they're like, all right, let me check. We got a hold on this account. So they go, did you try to buy this ring? And I go, yep, that was me. And then she goes. And did you also try to purchase this Pizza Hut pizza? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's totally irrelevant. That shit already went through. You already paid for that. You know,
2: excuse but, me, excuse me, excuse me. A man who buys a Pizza Hut pizza cannot be getting married.
1: I know. Comp- I was like, she was out of town, okay?
2: Like, what do you want from me? If you had gotten DiGiorno, they would have let you buy that ring, no problem.
1: Sir, did you buy these seven uh, frozen meals <laughs> as well? Yeah. Okay. Fine. I'm not getting married. I stole some guy's credit card. But... Yeah. It was so, so, and I was so embarrassed, and I don't know why. But I was like, yes, that was mine. They're like, mm-hmm. You spent thirty dollars at Pizza Hut. I'm like, yeah, man. Like, thirty dollars. How much pizza do you buy? I buy a big stuffed crust pizza and then I always get wings as well because I like having the change of pace. Sam. That's and I tip. And I tip. Cause I'm very close to this Pizza Hut. I should not <laughs> be getting it delivered, so I just tip <laughs> really well. Uh so,
0: yeah. can you do can you do me a quick favor? Uh mm-hmm. can you take your headphones off for like sixty seconds? Yep.
1: Uh
0: so so Tyler, I think I think uh, Top Gun's okay. gonna listen to this, and she yeah, can hear yeah. uh-huh. it, and 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 that's fine. Um, but uh, three seconds, I have a bet about. Um, I, I'm gonna cover my mouth so he can't read my lips. Oh uh, yeah,
2: I was in on the bet. I was just gonna say, oh, I remember us talking about this, and I can't remember what side I came down on.
0: Oh, I forgot. I guess this was on the show. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I was on the side of. Um, uh, they are not going to be engaged by end of year. And 3-Sex is confident that they'll be engaged by end of year. Well, well. we'll see. I mean, there's, a, there's only a month left of the clock to run out. Maybe yeah, I can sabotage just a that's little true. bit. That's true. That's true. All right. All right. End of transmission. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Was that, about the bet? Was that about the bet? Oh, come on! <laughs> <laughs> I do know about
1: that shit. I got blown at, the, at Liz's wedding.
0: What? How? We weren't Some at Liz's wedding.
1: Or, um, no, s- shit, no, fucking um, Alan's second wedding.
0: Alan's oh, second wedding.
1: Okay. Yeah, cat, the cat was out of the bag at uh, Alan's second wedding. I heard that shit. I was like, I'll fucking show Sam. Fucking
0: yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> And you fucking let me. You fucking let me do that whole charade. Uh oh, you're an that asshole. Funny. Um, <laughs> so now, I'm curious, has it affected the timing of your proposal at all? Are you, like, are you, like, looking, look, I mean, we're only a month out. Are you looking at that thinking, got to get this in under the wire to make Sam look like an idiot? So, what, so, I
1: think regardless, the timeline would have been pretty similar. But I am, like, 100% thinking, like, yeah, fucking Sam, I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> so, that is 100% true. Like, that's
0: incepted me. <laughs> Damn it.
2: Well, uh, pre-congratulations, I guess.
0: Oh, who so, knows? So Three stacks for winning the bet.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> that's exactly. Um,
1: right. Yeah, I always wanted to do it at Madison Square Garden and just put it really on the spot, but I think that's probably out. Uh.
0: The, man, the people that do that, maybe it's maybe it's just that they know their partner and they know their partner wants a spectacle, and I think there are people like that. But I feel like if I would have done it to three sex, you would have left me on the spot.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I would just keep walking. Like I don't know you. <laughs> Some crazy person just proposed to me that's weird that's
1: when you take the ring and then you cut all contact yeah
0: I, th- I think if you like dumped your beer on your head after that they would think it's one of those things that arenas do where it's like not not real it's like a, a scripted thing to um. like but if just someone turning me down and me being sad that's not funny enough so if i dump a beer or like uh, like, put a hot dog in my butt or something now. People, yeah, oh, yeah right. It some viral
1: thing.
2: Yeah, you saved it. You saved it. So uh-huh.
1: I, I don't understand why there are so many of those things, but there are. Like, everything you see on the Jumbotron is, like, fake now. It's, like, radio station calls where it's, like – and it, it's gone from, like, a fat kid is dancing in the aisle of, like, the thing – so now it's like they minor league baseball games. They routinely have like fake rejection proposals. Like that happened a couple times this past baseball season. People are like, "Oh, they're fake." Like it's like, well, one, I would hope so. I would hope no one would propose to someone at like a, a minor, minor league. league baseball game. Like, yeah. you say no to that. If they propose right. to you at a Kane County Cougars game, you say no. <laughs> you you say no to that. But
0: it's very strange and kind of weirdly mean spirited. Yeah, I, I think it's. It reflects uh, our society's love of schadenfreude, that, like, they know that what we want is to see other people unhappy.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Hey, talk about a good segue.
2: Other people being unhappy is the topic of our next article from goodbeerhunting.com about face. McKellar admits to harassment and misogyny distances itself from founders' comments uh last week maybe
0: hold on but when they say distance itself from founders comments that means the founder of the brewery not founders the brewery right correct correct because founders another brewery that's in big time trouble yeah uh
2: so mckeller as we reported on i think last episode um a whole bunch of breweries withdrew from their um like big yearly uh beer fest over allegations of um, sexual harassment, bullying, unsafe working conditions, basically just a toxic environment. And uh, McKellar didn't comment on any of this and didn't, hasn't, or hadn't prior to this commented or really said anything. And then I guess its founder gave some interview where he was like, no, this is just like activists trying to pressure me to close down my successful brewery. And I guess... That was the last straw for the people who actually run McKellar. They were like, boy, that sounds bad. Um, so they have admitted to having a essentially toxic culture and they say they're going to take steps, but it only seems like the steps they're taking are hiring like better PR people. They basically just say like, we're going to improve communication instead of like improve our environment, which seems bad. And The quote about the founder is just like, oh, yeah, you know, he said this stuff under a time of stress. So it doesn't really seem like they're appreciating, you know, the severity of the situation. And uh, I don't know. I'm I'm not buying it.
0: They need to make a new position that's like chief sensitivity officer and like not even in a bullshit way. They need to make that and they need to hire someone who's – there must be degrees for that now or certificates or something. Hire someone that's good at this partially because this look is so bad and you need someone to be like, this isn't how you do this. Like, I guess from the from the like uh, optimist side that like actually wants this brewery to turn it around and from the like uh, pessimist slash realist side, that's like your optics are so shit. How are you so bad at this? that person would be able to help with both of those. I just don't, I don't know how they're doing this so bad. Maybe it's that like America's gotten hit with more of this stuff than Europe has. And so they're not as practiced over there, but like there are things that you do that they're just refusing to do. Yeah.
1: What's wild is like literally like a week before they came out and they were like, yep, our bad that like, we really fucked this up. Culture was really horrible. We're working on it. Like, a week before that, the founder was, like, total bullshit. None of it ever happened. Fuck that. Like, yeah. Like it wasn't, like, a year before. And, like, you know, this is, like, a several-year-long kind of thing. But, like, his comments were, like, as recent as they could be when the rest of the company was, like, all right, we got to just do something else. And if, that's fucking bonkers. Like, it is yeah. crazy to me that he is, like, that hard line. Like, we're not going to engage with
0: this. And then they're, like... Anyway,
1: yeah, all of that happened.
0: I mean, I think that's that's the cause and the effect. I think this is a modern day mutiny. I think you know sometimes you see your you see your captain like butt chugging rum, and you're like, I don't know about this guy. And then eventually he, I don't know, uh, kicks a seagull in the face. No wait, that would make him seem cool. What's a bad thing a pirate ship guy could do? Trading um, um, village. Yeah. Yeah, so he, he does he, – he pillages or something. Uh, and then – and yes, the, Yeah, picking the worst of the two things, uh, as <laughs> you can see. Uh, and and that's when everyone's like, okay, we're finally yeah. done. Fuck this guy.
2: I mean this is also like the softest mutiny because, again, they're not – it doesn't seem to me like they're actually changing their culture or working towards that at all. they just like, our message is going to be better. Don't worry about it, everybody.
1: The thing is, you can't really change your company culture like, you know, what I mean, like a culture is not something you tell people what it is and then that's what it is. It's just like every individual person makes a choice and like,
2: well, if I nothing think...
1: happens, if there's no pushback. Yeah, your inertia just sort of carries you so they could come and say, like, all right, well, we're going to start taking this shit really seriously going forward. But unless they just fucking clean house like uh, nothing's gonna happen they need to just fire fucking everybody in their hr department basically is what it seems like and like every person who heard a complaint and didn't do anything about it plus all the people who the complaints were about but like they're not gonna be able to change their culture unless they change the people because like it's the same thing
2: like oh well i agree i was going to say i think you can change culture but it's you know you have to eliminate everybody who acts like an asshole and it seems like maybe it's the whole company i can't tell
1: it's like Activision has the same shit going on right yeah, now. Yeah. They're getting time. fucking... If you're yeah. in America bad enough to get sued for just being a shitty place to be, I've never heard of a company being so sexist and horrible that, like, the government was like, yeah, you're, like, breaking laws. Uh, <laughs> and so they were like, oh, fuck. So, like, I don't know. It just seems crazy to me that, uh, like, their response to it is just so insane. Yeah. Uh, like, you think you just tie that, that your founder down, like tie to a radiator somewhere and then just have your PR person go out and like never let him speak to the public again. Yeah.
0: Hmm. I don't know. Now that now you're talking about um, a founder who's uh, over the hill and off their rocker saying crazy shit all the time. And maybe the best solution would be to put them in a box where no one can hear them. And I don't know. I feel like maybe that's resonating with me and Zach in particular. Cause we no both reason. read
1: Charlie and the chocolate factory recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Because we don't want to get
1: fired. <laughs> it's oh, impossible dear. to get fired from our job. Uh, it's pretty hard. I should say, not impossible. I've seen it done, but you have to work pretty hard at it. Yeah. I saw I've never worked hard at in my life. I saw a guy get who got fired uh out at the grocery store a couple weeks ago, and it was super awkward. Uh. It was just very, very uncomfortable because he had what, I re- what I've what i heard referred to as a competence deficiency. <laughs> so he just sucked at his job? He was a nice guy. That's fine. That's the best reason to be fired. He was super handsome. Like, in his defense, he doesn't uh, have to have a ton of competence. He was one of the best-looking people I think I've ever seen. And ever Juan he- One disease. Yeah, but then at the end of the day, like, eventually stuff needed to get done, too. Right. And we couldn't just, like, slap his face onto things and, like, send him yeah. in. Right. But good for him. Still looking good. Right. Because
2: I was going to ask, did he get fired for, like, needle spiking somebody? I guess that's all the rage now. But just being fired for being bad at your job is fine.
1: Yeah, everyone was like, that makes sense.
2: (laughs) Uh, Speaking of people who are bad at their jobs, Sam, what have you been up to?
1: Who?
2: (laughs) Oh. I don't know. Sam could be great at his job. I, I have no idea. No frame of reference.
0: Well, those uh, those ranking systems are in a real black box and I don't have an inside man anymore, so I don't know how I'm doing there. But um, there was one job where I was pretty bad at it and uh, I got fired and also um, they called me spanky. So my boss said
1: wasn't you're fired.
0: Yeah, that was Quiznos.
1: (laughs) We got a job at Subway after.
0: Yeah. They
1: didn't care that you got
0: fired from the same job, basically? (laughs) No. (laughs) I kind of knew one person that worked there, and that was enough.
2: And is that the same person you smoked weed with in the back of the subway's uh, showroom on your last day?
0: No, the guy that I smoked weed with at the back of the subway didn't work at Subway at the time. (laughs) Uh, Man, that was fun. Um. Anyway, speaking of how I'm respect respectable and responsible, um, it was uh my child's first birthday this weekend. Um, and so a bunch of family came out, so like I got to see my folks for the first time in a while. Uh nice. and three Stacks' uh parents and brother came out. Uh and we we hung out and ate a bunch of barbecue and yeah. my uh my parents babysat, so I, I went to the bar with with Zach and some other folks. Uh and Alan was high as hell, and it was funny. <laughs> um, and all of that was fun. And baby birthdays are weird, because they can't even open their own presents. They don't know what's what. So it was like me and three stacks taking turns opening presents right. for her.
2: Well, that's uh, what I was going to ask, were they gifts for her? Like, what do you
0: get a one-year-old? Toys, mostly. There was some clothes and some snacks, but it was almost all toys. Uh, oh, and books, I should say.
2: Okay, all right.
0: But yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't like they were getting us beer and coffee to make our lives living with a baby easier. Well, it was it just, stuff for the baby. It just kind of seems
2: to me, and this is a, somebody who's never been involved in the child rearing process, that like below a certain age, it's kind of like having another baby shower again. But I guess not. I guess
0: we got to give our children things. Yeah, I mean the baby shower is more like here. Here are utilitarian things like burp cloths and bibs and whatnot. You yeah. don't you don't get as nearly as much stuff that's like useful. You get stuff mm-hmm. that's for fun.
2: Is it was anybody really lame and got her like bonds or something like that?
0: No, there were no um, great <laughs> grandparents.
2: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I was gonna say. I guess your family
1: isn't that Jewish. My grandparents, my Jewish grandparents, did give me bonds. Yes, yeah, every I mean, birthday until uh-huh. I was like fifteen, and I was like. <laughs> If they just got me Apple stock,
0: I'd be <coughs> fucking loaded, assholes. I was I was just looking in. Uh, we have this binder of uh, important shit, like where like the deed to the house and tax documents are. We call the important shit binder. Uh, <laughs> and I was just in there because I needed my passport. And uh, and I was like, oh right, there's like six thousand dollars in savings bonds in here. We should probably do something about that. And then I put the binder back where it goes because I don't feel like thinking about it.
1: Well, even adults aren't old enough to know what to do with those. Like, what do you do with them? Like, I can't ask my fucking grandparents what the hell I was supposed to do with their guns. Uh,
2: so what was, I guess, your favorite gift that your child received?
0: Uh, Is that a question? I don't know. I guess uh, she she got a uh, she got this thing called spinny pins. Um, it's basically like, it's kind of like Weevil's, but if, uh, they've leveled up. Huh, that was disappointing, but I, it's I, what I asked. I, she did get a smash cake, though. Like the, the bakery we got, we got the cake from. So the, there's a whole culture. So we had to get a birthday cake, but she didn't eat the birthday cake. Only right. the grown ups ate the birthday cake. But at this one bakery, if you get a first birthday cake, it comes with a smash cake. Uh, so, but the what smash, the is- smash, so a smash cake, the idea is you put it in front of them and they don't understand what cake is and their instinct is to punch things. So they, they just, uh, pound on it like Donkey Kong no. and then like lick the heels of their no. hands a bit.
2: There uh, are and, children
0: literally starving to death. I know Tyler, I know how mad you are. And, uh, my, my dad was similarly really. Upset about this less because of um, How kids Might starve and more about how He doesn't like it when cake goes to waste Like specifically (laughs) cake Um, So The the smash cake was way too big So we like got a picture of her In front of it like about to beat it up And then stole it from her and cut Her a slice of that and she Punched it some but she ate I'm gonna Say 70% of it which is Which is about Average for her with food Mm-hmm. Um, thank and you I'm, space prez and I'm probably just gonna eat the rest of that cake
2: that's fine that's the nice. best case scenario for me get smashed yeah. in a cake <laughs> spiked my blood pressure and then you've slowly brought it back
0: down we're doing our best
2: I like it's not your fault like they give you the cake what are you gonna do but I'm just I'm upset that like it's a thing that happens at all It's
0: it's a weird cultural thing
2: yeah I don't know. Uh, mm. Mm I don't like it. you think like those it.
1: kids are starving because they keep smashing all their own food?
2: <laughs> I yes. That,
1: Every time, that unlikely.
2: Every oh time I God. turn on CNN, they're talking about all these stupid babies in Yemen just <laughs> destroying all the fr- uh, food supplies, you know?
1: Oh, man, you won't believe how much <laughs> of food these kids are smashing.
0: Actually, you know, you. Yes, CNN's
2: was, famous Jamaican correspondent in Yemen. <laughs> no, he's, he's talking about Oman. Oh, he was okay. An Oman pun.
0: Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> Even worse than I thought. <laughs> uh, we, we did uh, need to store some canned soup in a place where we didn't realize she could reach, uh, and she was just smashing the cans against each other. Because, like, her favorite thing to do is just take two toys and hit them together. But Mm -hmm. eventually she's going to hit those cans together enough that we're not going to be able to use that soup anymore. So it is sort of what you're talking about. If a can... But
2: the can wasn't wasn't made to be ruptured, though. Like, that smash cake, like, its goal in life was to be wasted.
0: I, I don't know the degree to which it's supposed to be... Wasted versus eaten. And I guess I said 70% she ate, but 100% got eaten because everything that splashed off of the high chair was, like, directly into Barley's mouth. (laughs) That was – yesterday was, uh, like, the best day of his life because it was just (laughs) – He's because he stole a bunch of that barbecue from the baby and he stole a bunch of that cake from the baby. And nice. Citra's on the other side of her fence where she's sequestered, just like, come on, man. <laughs> um,
2: well, oh, you really took me through a roller coaster ride of emotions there. So let's let's cool out with some good news from ABC dot net dot AU. Young Henry's craft brewery team up with scientists to investigate if microalgae can reduce methane
0: emissions. Oh, fuck. What? I just, you said our, you said that we were having an article about algae. I thought you were talking about Falcon's Tight End Algae Crumpler. And I just, I wanted to talk about the the Ots Tight End Algernon Darius Crumpler. Is that a man who lived? Yeah, yeah. He, was a, he was a really good tight end.
1: He was alive, I don't know did anybody he, he ever truly lived. Did anybody ever give him flowers? I hope so.
0: He was flowers to control F-O-N-G. I have I have his Wikipedia page up only I um, that like, guy
2: fucks, by the way there in is, that book that mentally
0: disabled man fucks just so uh, I, actually uh, according to the personal life section, he's named after Algernon from Flowers of Algernon, so I guess he
1: probably also fucks.
0: I mean, he was a professional athlete. I'm sure he fucked,
1: so yeah, um. Didn't uh, I just feel like there's some assistant right now who has some machine learning algorithm that just pings every time someone mentions algae crumpler, and they're like <laughs> a dusty phone is like vibrating on a desk <laughs> for the first time in like six years.
2: Uh, so anyway, back to this article. Um, Young Henry's, which is a Sydney craft brewery, uh, Sydney, Australia. Um, They're working uh, to use algae to capture the CO2 um, produced during their fermentation process. Uh, Beer actually has a a fairly large carbon footprint, what with, like, growing all the grains and shit. Um, So they have these, like, giant sci-fi-looking algae bioreactors, which I guess suck up the carbon produced um, from the fermentation process. And I guess then the idea is this algae... Chock full of carbon would be mixed in with spent grains and to produce animal feed. So you're like sequestering the carbon in these animals that we then eat, I guess, is the idea, which seems pretty cool. It also mentions that the algae produces like a lot of oxygen. So I don't know if that's like a side benefit, like it just produces a lot of oxygen in your environment while you're – like pumping it full of carbon dioxide.
0: Yeah. The more CO two they take in, the more oxygen they can produce. Yeah, but
2: like obviously, but like that—that's just like going out into the world up until the point where they like feed it to cows, and then it's no longer making any oxygen. So that—that's that's just like the side benefit, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean it's good to have more oxygen diffused.
2: <laughs> I guess. I
0: so, mean, up to a point, I guess, because it's highly flammable. But yeah. Yeah do you worry that this
1: will lead to cows becoming more flammable? Like if we fill cow guts with just oxygen producing microbes, are they going to become basically like walking bombs? Well, at a certain point, you'll get a cow that flash cooks itself. Thank God. I mean, that's (laughs) the last, I think that's actually the future of cows Um, because they they say in here that this already works with seaweed, that there's like a kind of seaweed you can feed cows that reduces their methane emissions and i just ask is this easier than that (laughs) like if this is more scalable and like easier to do fine like let's let's do it but otherwise we already have a product that exists that is like a a feed to give cows that is good for the cow and reduces their methane so like seems like a win-win i thought it was funny as i was reading this article it made it sound like they just kind of happened to have these these algae tanks and then it was like they were wondering if these algae that they put in three years ago could have an effect. I was like, "Do they just fucking have like an algae tank? They're like that's pretty cool." One day they were like, "Oh shit, we've got a lot of algae in our vats. uh, spin this, spin <laughs> this, spin this, yeah, you know, see that we don't make beer out of that anymore for sure, so it used
0: to it. be the starfish vat until the <laughs> algae got in there and killed the starfish, and oh well,
1: oh God." So, yeah, one failed aquarium later, we have this great idea.
0: This is very, very tangential, too. It's brew topic. I I just – I spent the first ten seconds of you talking, thinking about algae crumpler some more. And then it's like, (laughs) it's fine. I can tune back in now. And then I hadn't heard anything about beer. And I was like, what? Do I have to read this shit now? So it's algae from some brewery? Okay, great. Okay,
2: that's Sam's hot take of the week. I guess I don't understand why we're not talking about Algie Crumpler. More is my issue. I, the only thing I care about is the man's name. Like I don't, I don't care about anything else about his personal story, other than the fact that there's a gentleman out there named Algie or Algernon Algie Crumpler. Like, like some sort of snorkak. He's a
0: crumpler. He's a mysterious beast. That does that does remind me. uh I I played a little bit of fantasy football in high school, and there was a guy we roped into it who definitely didn't want to play but was going to play because we bullied him into it, and so kind of was aggressively half-assing the whole thing and drafted Algie Crumpler because his name is funny. Uh, And the, the one other decision that he made that was specious was he was like, which of my two quarterbacks should I play? They're both listed as questionable, so they're injured, but they might play. But this one is questionable with a groin injury, and groin is funny. <laughs> I will play him. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong.
1: I mean, was he wrong? Like, did, was that guy out? and Was the other, the I, other person I don't in?
0: Remember, I don't. Sam, remember. I'm sure he didn't do well.
2: Remember this minor groin joke from 12 years ago. Let me text Bobby Zhang, see if he remembers. I don't think he will. Okay. Becca, you should come here and try this, though, real quick. Tell me what you think about it. Otherwise, I'd forget. Sorry to interrupt everybody.
1: Um, We're just talking about Alja Crumpler.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess
1: good for me for interrupting everybody. Do you think it's a waste that his last name was Crumpler and he played offense? Like, doesn't that seem kind of like a waste? Yeah,
0: he should have been a defensive back. Crumpler like, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or defensive end. Just, I guess, the more sacks, the better when you're. is Yeah, doing
2: this or football. he should have been, like, an oceanographer.
0: Because of the algae? Because of the algae. Um, I was like, what is actually the crumpling? (laughs) He could have worked at, at, I guess, like a junkyard where they they make all the cars into cubes. Yeah. Do they still do that? Isn't it too
2: bad that he wasn't, like, uh, uh, a hip African-American
1: dancer? Oh, for crumping? Yes. Yes. Did that exist? you got drafted in 2001. Were people crumping in 2001?
0: Uh, I, I don't know the history people, of crumping, and I barely know you. the history
2: of Alfie Crumpler. People have been crumping since the before time, the long, long ago.
1: I thought we started crumping in, like, 05, 06, like, no, when crumping came out.
2: Crumping was taught to us by the ancestors in the dream time.
1: <laughs> I thought the Indians taught us crumping at the first Thanksgiving. And <laughs> we took all their land.
0: <laughs> 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 Algi Crumpler sound like he could be Seaman's sidekick.
1: <laughs> a little bit. Algi Crumpler. <laughs> oh my god! Every time there's an al like an algae bloom, they have to call him in to just like <laughs> squish it all down.
2: Algae Crumpler versus his nemesis, the Red Tide. I like that actually. Thank you. Uh, well, speaking of things we liked, do we want to rate our beers? Yeah. I guess I shouldn't speak for everybody. I liked mine. I don't know how you felt about, felt about yours.
0: I remained silent when you asked for a yeah. reason.
2: All right.
1: Um, Zach, do you want to go first? Yeah. Um, so I had Magic Dragon, double IPA from Hop House. And, uh,
0: 8.2% HP if memory serves.
1: Yeah, eight point two, eight point two. 8.2. 8.2.
0: Um,
1: it was nice. It was just like a really pleasant double IPA. I think like... I tend to prefer a more mild IPA as it is, but so for a double, I thought this was like I think like I've had normal IPAs that were as bitter and kind of hoppy as this. It kind of depends. Like I think like Hopelicious is is as kind of intense as this is as just sort of a uh, non-double. Uh, so I thought this is like a pretty mild double IPA. I really enjoyed it. I like this kind of stuff in the winter. I like that little bite. Um, doesn't linger on the tongue in an unpleasant way. Um, yeah, I really like this beer. I think I will give it an
2: 8.1. All right. I had Evil Genius's Trick or Treat Chocolate Pumpkin Porter, 7.8% ABV. Uh, pretty good. Uh, I mean, it kind of suffers from the classic porter affliction in that I wish it was just, like, just be a stout. Just be thicker and be a stout. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked the fact that it tasted like pumpkin, like the the plant and not pumpkin spice. Um I thought the the chocolate at the end was n- noticeable enough that I'm not bothered that they say it's a chocolate and pumpkin porter. So I'm going to give this, I think, a 7.3 and uh, recommend this to fans of the gourd. Right? Pumpkin's a gourd of some kind, yes?
1: That makes sense to me.
2: Yeah, I ju- you said fans of the gourd like it's a term. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got nothing for that i i don't know if i i mean it tastes like like gourd like you know it it tastes like the fruit of a pumpkin so
0: yeah if you like to the stage david bowie and the fans of the gourd
2: yeah i prefer the thin white duke out of all his personalities but you know fans of the
0: gourd was all right i'm a ziggy man myself
2: yeah um what do you think about
0: your beer though yeah, uh I had Finkel and Garf presents. It doesn't say presents, but I feel like we should say presents more. Uh dry hop saison. And so I had sort of a similar issue to you, Tyler, where you were like, uh I get that it's a porter, but I wish it were a stout. Uh I get that this was a pale wheat ale. I just wish it were a dry hop saison. Wait a minute. <laughs> They said it was a dry hop Saison, so I guess my issue is I wish they had brewed the beer that they claimed to have brewed. I'm not certain I would even like a dry hop Saison, but I still don't know because this wasn't one. uh, I would give it a 3.1, and I would recommend it to Mary because I'm a little suspicious that Mary likes the word Saison more than she likes the beer Saison, so at least it has the word.
1: Wow, I was expecting to hear nothing but the sound of silence when it came to your recommendations. Sound of silence, this thing on? This thing on?
0: Come come on back over here with us. Take that bridge over troubled waters and we can talk about this.
1: Nice. I was Googling other Saturday Garfunkel songs and I can't think of anything else to do with El Condor Pasa and Homeward Bound.
2: Salisbury Hill, that's one of them, right?
1: Could
2: be. Mrs. Robinson's on here
1: three times in this list
2: of songs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mrs. Robinson, you're way on out of this episode, everybody. No, I don't. Oh, oh,
1: (laughs) you'll catch me at the zoo. (laughs) (laughs) You can't use
0: deep cuts. Like people need to understand that it's whatever. (laughs) Oh man. You know, Alcee Crumpler was a state uh, champion shot putter in 1996. Dude, I um, wish yes. I was fucking giant.
1: That's so cool. That guy's lived like three lives I could never live.
0: Yeah. What
1: a fucking hero.
2: Yeah, well, there's no uh beating algae crumpler, so I'm not gonna try. Um but Zach, thanks for being on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Sam? Yes? <laughs> yes. All right, great. Uh listener, if you want to tell us about all the lives you lived, you can email us at Bruce Day Tuesday Podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at Bruce Tuesday. You Tuesday, comment on the links at keep it down. We'll See you next up. goodbye. Bye. Bye. Here comes a fear,
0: catch all your tears. Drink the remedy, forget about your problem. Here comes a shot, lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy, forget about your problem. This one's on me, fix you for free. Drink the remedy, forget about everything. This one's on me, got what you need take your medicine you feel better okay so was it that you overheard us talking about the bet or did somebody <laughs> rat on us
1: i i heard from holly that she was told about the bet Damn. so I assume stacks
0: is holly around
1: yeah yeah
2: bring
0: her Can in. get her yeah yeah, yeah. one sec cuz if three stacks told holly this That's, vet is DQ'd, off. DQ'd
2: right there. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And not just because I think I was on your side.
0: <laughs> yeah, go to the tape. Go listen to 300 episodes of this bullshit. It's going <laughs> Hey, Rupert. The poops.
1: I shit you not. She is not in the house. And I'm pretty she sure she's supposed to be here. It seems like she was taken. Like, it legitimately <laughs> is like she's completely gone. The dog's just She's roaming around.
2: She's on the roof. She was like, oh shit, I don't want to give up my source.